Because of the following special program, Wonder Woman and the Incredible Hulk will not be presented this evening. America's daring, highly trained special mission force. Its purpose, to defend human freedom against Cobra, a ruthless terrorist organization determined to rule the world. He never gives up. He'll stay till the fight's won. The Break Room. The Break Room. The Break Room. Podcasting live from the Break Room Towers in the scrotum of the DFW Metroplex, it's The Break Room with Mark, Dustin, and Thomas. <laughs> muscle, muscle. That's what God wants. Heyo! Episode 211 of The Break Room, another award-winning edition being put into the books right now. Thought you were gonna do the hey 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 or the yeah 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 one of those two just annoyed. No, I don't know. This, just I don't know what third guy. I know what that is. Or second guy. No idea what that means. You do. Go back and listen to old ones. Tustin, podcaster D. We got podcaster T to my left. I'm podcaster M. I guess so. What are you doing? What are you doing? I scoreboard every podcast there out there. Updating your Tinder profile with. I'm sitting dick here pics. with no. <laughs> making a dance to the rape rape song. <laughs> That was your idea. I'm not going to follow And it's one on you that. quickly implemented. No, I didn't. You dropped Trout right here. Exposed the <laughs> caboose and the engine. You exposed the caboose. Well, yeah, I took down his pants all the Apparently way. Apparently, the, the pants need to go all the way to the ground. Showed us his coal car. To get a dick from the inside. Welcome to the Mark Hudson Show. This is not the Mark Hudson Show. Put a little mask of George W. on the on the bell end. Of my dick? Yes. <laughs> took a took a tender pick. I don't think so. I think you're dreaming something. How many uh, hits have you got me? on your Tinder profile since you put that up a few minutes ago? Uh, none so far. That's just kind of sad. I guess people just haven't. It probably takes a while. Been on there. Now, were you? Did you go flaccid or full on Bill Clinton? I didn't that? do that. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> Stop lying to the public. Because so, you want to see a pic of that. If somebody. If some enterprising break room listener wanted to find you on Tinder, how would they find you? They'd have to live within a certain radius of me, or okay. be in a certain radius of me when they search it. All right, so what zip code should they fly to if they wanted to find <laughs> your Tinder profile? Eat the penis. I don't think we need to say all that. <laughs> Jeez. You want to give them the location of the tower? No, I don't. In your tower? <laughs> That's a penis right there. Bragging on his uh, Tinder profile. 
as a child. It was like about six inches long and about three inches around. Just imagine what it is now. Wow. <laughs> pow, pow, pow. Whew, man, that's... I'm a young male with a penis. <laughs> Hi, break room. It's Dr. Franken-13-Stein. Finally. Uh, the current and always chairperson of the Thomas the Tank fan club. And I wanted to tell Australian guy to go fuck himself. Uh, rape, rape. <laughs> oh, your popo's out. I love that guy. It's awesome. <laughs> I wonder if we'll ever hear it's from Dr. Germanium again. I don't know. Or Gandalf. Or Australian guy. Or Purvis. That's or Australian guy. That's super Man. awesome. Thanks, F13. So we had... Uh, Appreciate you, pal. Nate alerted me to this a couple of weeks ago. That's but we got a nice mention on another podcast. Did we? We did. It's called the... Uh, Figure we played here. It's not too long. It's called the People's okay. Broadcast. So like pe- people being PPLZ, <laughs> broadcast being broadcast with a Z. Yes, it looks like a pink cock with swirls. <laughs> it's uh, really odd. But are you serious? I'm not real familiar with the host. It's I know one of the guys is Juan Golbeze, I think is his name. And the other guy is Jake, or maybe they're both the same guy. I don't know. There's two guys in there. I'm, I'm not familiar with the Twitter handles. The I'm going to say guy. you just botched that. I don't know. They, I know Juan Golbeze is a Twitter handle, and I think... No, that's this podcast. I think Jake is the other guy. So, anyways, they gave us a nice shout-out shout out or shout-out. They shot us out? They shot us out on their podcast, so here's here's a little bit from that. These are the people that we don't absolutely fucking hate. Yeah, we and, don't um, hate them. Yeah, and Jake, you can go first. Well, yeah, the the whole the whole point is we're shitty to people most of the time. I mean, we have foul mouths and we're really shitty people. And we're being shitty to other people and we recognize that. <laughs> Absolutely. So we want to we want to take like a minute to just say, "Hey, here's some people that we don't think are shitty and that we actually like for one reason or another." That dude, uh, the Vagabond Saints dude, he's, um, he's put in some fucking work, like, across the board. He did the logo for the Hobo Shack. He's got the logo for um, the Break Room as well, which is another fantastic yeah. podcast that mm-hmm. um, everybody should be fucking listening to. Uh, those dudes know what the fuck they're doing. Dudes? And, um, uh, we should aspire to be half as decent as they are, honestly. Well, yeah, they've been doing uh, this At that point, we'd be pretty successful. They've been doing this shit a minute. Yeah, I mean, they've been doing it for a grip. They're fucking funny, you know, and they have their shit together. I, I enjoy listening to yeah. them, but yeah, we're yeah, absolutely. We, we're stuff. not even in the same conversation, other than the fact that we're all talking bullshit and allowing people yeah. to listen to it. But other than that, we, yes, we recognize that this show is absolute horseshit, and no one probably wants to listen to us. <laughs> we, we don't blame you. Yeah. We're just gonna keep doing it anyway, so we don't care. I mean, don't we're listen. already we're already paying for it. Yeah, it's not gonna stop. So like, okay, don't listen. Tell us we fucking suck. Who cares? We're just going to keep doing it, and it doesn't matter. But the, the guys at the break room are fucking incredible. They're really, really good at it. And uh, Nate was always talking about how um, their show, like he, he was always saying that he admired their show and had always thought that uh, that show was one of his favorites. No. And I think that dude, uh, the dearly departed homosexual, although I, I know he's not passed, um, but that dude always had a pretty good taste in what was fucking funny. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, he wasn't wrong. When I listened to it, I was like, "Yeah, right on." These guys are the shit. I agree, hundred and ten percent. Yeah, um, break Doggy was fantastic. Show. You should definitely listen to that as well. Uh, uh, okay. 
Did you add that in the beginning of the intro? <laughs> outro? That's like, it's really out? weird. At the end. He already had that at the beginning of the oh, transition. Okay. So <laughs> I just changed it. It's I a, just changed yeah. it. Yet. Man, that's so, really awesome. They talked for like two minutes about yeah. how awesome we are. So if you ever want to get a shout out on this show, what you need to do is record 20 minutes just about us. <laughs> Start a podcast. Then you have to inform Nate or make <laughs> yeah. sure that Nate listens to it. And then Nate will or inform us. alert us. Yeah, you could uh, always uh, email us Tweet at the at gmail.com. Leave us a voicemail. Tweet us at the break room. 469-665-9827. Huh. Make sure you include a huh. We love to hear people talk no about it. Uh, then we won't play it. There is no, That's yeah. two straight weeks of somebody. Yeah, I appreciate the little pub. But, uh, giving us a shout out, except for me. Just uh, the easiest way to find those guys, if you if you just Google PPLZ space broadcast with a Z instead of an S, <coughs> that you'll find them. It's the first, first result on Libsyn. So, anyways... If you like the Hobo Shack, you like them. If you like us, I don't know why you do like us, but I appreciate that you do. Yeah. You'll probably like them as We're well. We're not that great, really. Yeah. We, we muddle along. They're a lot okay. more laid back than we are. According to those guys. I know. There's no fight. There's no, like, on-air fights. Well, I've only listened to one episode, so I can't Ooh. say. But uh, not in the one episode I listened to was there a fight. No. There was a lot of talk about one of the guys... Apparently, he has a very, very, very large penis, ah. to quote Chris Hansen. Why... Now, why is it that you thought that those two guys, who are obviously two separate human beings, might be the same person? <laughs> no, well, I said I was going by the Twitter handles. I know one of the guys' name, real name is Jake. The other one is Juan Golbeze, or perhaps Jake and Juan Golbeze are the same guy, and the other guy's another Twitter handle. Uh, I don't know. I I'm not real familiar with these things. I don't know. Mexican I get what you're saying. I barely now. know what Twitter is. That is not barely. true at all. You were like the second f- person to start Twitter. <laughs> I wish I was. <laughs> I have a lot more money. <clears throat> well, I mean, to start on it. I like, like Twitter. Okay, do you I, get money from Twitter now? I'm talking about that started oh, on it. Oh, that you mean like started on it? That started it. the actual thing, yeah. No, I was started using so it. much more. You were user number two. That would be awesome, but no, I'm not that famous. Okay. But that, I wonder who is number two. Is that, does that mean you're famous who if you were user number two? But you got two? a lot of followers, yeah. Who is number two? If you were the two. second person to be on it, doesn't mean you have a lot of followers. You don't know that. It just means you've been on it the whole time. You don't know that. I'm not arguing that I don't know that. I'm just saying it doesn't mean. Why don't you, you know do. that? Do some of the research online, like I did. <laughs> okay. So dub, 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 I job. think I think we might have a little bit of Dustin news. Do we? I don't know. Do we? Barely. Live from the break room towers overlooking the banks of the body-filled Trinity River, this is KTBR Eyewitness News, with your anchor Dirty Dirty Dustin, investigative reporter Mark the Bus Hudson, and Thomas the Tank with Animal Sports. And now the seven-time Sasquatch Award winner for his reports on the sex lives of amputee Conestoga giraffes, here is Dirty Dirty Dustin. But are you serious? Pork chop sandwiches! <laughs> so we have a... Uh... Jars of clay and headline news this week? We don't. Oh, darn it. We actually just have one story and it's a list. Because oh, okay. I know everybody likes lists. Yeah, sure. People love lists. Can we destroy it? Can we have a couple lists? Sure we can. We've okay. got a couple lists today, don't we? Don't we have we a do? list coming up in the second? Oh, yeah. We have a little Wayback Machine. Oh, Take man. the old Wayback Machine out so for a spin. It's a day of lists. And then teasing forward after that, uh, what do we have? Game of Thrones? Sure. And that's it? That's And then, then the outro and then we go on to the it's next week It's going to be a short third segment. Is it? But teasing ahead to next week... We'll have more Game of Thrones. We'll have more Game of Thrones, but then we'll Maybe. also have a movie to talk about, won't we, Mark? Will we? Yeah, I think so. Plus, we might be going to a convention this yeah, weekend. We'll probably have that we might to talk be. about. Which we might get Let's at, not talk about that too much. An interview, maybe, if we're lucky, uh, with we'll like... Get- 
The let's, let's see what happens get before we. Yeah, is he gonna be there? Yeah, he is. Is he gonna, is he gonna I'm join okay us on with Sunday? That. Do what? Is he gonna join us on Sunday? Well, I don't know. He's running part of a booth, so I don't know if he'll be able oh, to. But well, we can at least stop by. See a booth? Is he a booth babe? Uh, he might be. Yeah, and like he does have pretty good cleavage. Princess so. Leia outfit. What? Yeah, I mean, hopefully. What booth is he running? Uh, I don't know. Princess Leia booth. I don't. So remember. you have this is your best friend, and <laughs> well, you don't know what booth. That's a running. bold claim. One and two. <laughs> no, I don't know. I uh, have to Pretty. look it up. I don't know what he's. I don't know what he's working with there. <laughs> You what don't know what he's working with? with, like what yeah. he's got downstairs. Like, well, I know that, but I don't know what group he's working with up there. Show him your his milkshake. Of course. Well, he sings that stupid milkshake song. That's it. That's all he's going to do for us when we interview him. So, this list, which is probably out of bullshit, stop it. Uh, it has twenty five items on it. I'm not going to go through all twenty five because I don't really feel like it. What's the list? And it is. 25 things you shouldn't do naked, but people did anyway. Mm-hmm. That's the list. Okay. I mean, there, Are there videos with this? No, they're not. Uh, we could go through all through, uh, 25 if you'd like. They're not that long. We can go through it pretty, pretty quick, I think. Okay. So starting with number 25, uh, apparently Jermaine Stewart was wrong. Sometimes you do have to take your clothes off to have a good time, as these 25 people do agree. So the first thing here is going to be destroy a McDonald's. Would you like to destroy a McDonald's naked? I would just like to destroy McDonald's. Apparently, uh, Sandra Suarez did. Uh, she is 41 years old and was arrested in St. Petersburg, Florida after rampaging through McDonald's wearing nothing but a thong. Not really naked. Uh, after a restaurant worker turned down her offer for sexual favors. She asked if he wanted a BJ in the parking lot, apparently. So that uh, made her upset. She decided to run through the McDonald's in a thong. So how do you destroy it, though? What does she do? Like, tumping over the milkshake machine? and This led her tipping over trolleys, emptying refrigerators, Wait, and, and sucking down ice cream direct direct straight from the dispenser. Why was there a trolley in the McDonald's? Multiple trolleys, I thought. Uh, I don't know. I thought... Maybe this is the shit behind the counter. I thought this was a McDonald's for humans. I think we're talking trains. about, like, a rolling around heat box or something. Not anything crazy like Man. you're thinking about, like, s- downtown San Francisco. Yeah, not like a rice trolley or something. Well, that's just disappointing. Let's <laughs> <laughs> talk about that. Nice. Oh, wrong one. That's not a trolley. Oh not that trolley. Not either. a train either. <laughs> Number twenty-four is visit your husband in jail. Mora Fussell. Uh, not a real old, name. Uh, it doesn't really seem like a real name. Uh, name at all. Uh, was arrested after allegedly showing up naked at the office in Arlington, Alabama. She was reportedly drunk, completely naked, and refused to get dressed or leave in a cab. Police were unable to say whether she arrived there naked or took her clothes off after arriving. Like that matters. It really doesn't. No, it, it Just really keep doesn't. keep your clothes on. Nobody wants to see you naked. Yeah. Especially when your name is Murrah Fussell. And you live in Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I was <laughs> Come on, Thomas. Sing along. I don't know the rest of it. Look away. Look away. Look away. Break room. What'd you say? I'm sure everyone did look away. Look away, break room. That's what break it sounds room. like, at least. Uh, number 23, ride a tricycle in public. Jermaine Jones, 31, was arrested what? in Lakewood, Wait New Jersey. Wasn't the first guy named Jermaine from the first event? Uh, no. Like anyone can know that. There was a Sandra and a Mara so far. <laughs> Good so call. Good call, <laughs> call, Mark. Not even the same gender. Shows so much I'm paying So attention. Jermaine Jones was arrested in Lakewood, New Jersey, and charged with being under the influence of cocaine while riding a tricycle naked. He was found naked under a stairwell, chewing glass and cigarette tobacco. Oh, my God. <laughs> Jesus. Important well, note of the story, the tricycle was a children's model, according to the police spokesperson. Uh, I guess that's Anti-pal. Is there such thing Not as a whole lot of adult, adult tricycles, tricycle. I don't think. <laughs> Although I would, love, I would love an adult big wheel. That would be kind of awesome. 
Just get an electric car. It's almost the same thing. Why would you? No, it's not the point. Just take the top off of it. Get in a convertible electric car. Because the big wheels are basically battery-powered cars. Oh, there you go. Get you a nice no, Tesla. Not, not, not a power wheel. I want. What are a, you talking about? The big wheel is like... What's the was, difference? The big wheel was the tricycle, but it had the giant wheel in the front. Oh. That's the big wheel. Not a power Not a pow-pow power wheel. <laughs> I'd rather see you driving around a power wheel. I'd rather drive a big wheel and drive around White Rock Lake with that. That'd be awesome. Or, or Firewheel Parkway. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I was driving down Firewheel Parkway in my big wheel. Of course. Or down Firewheel Parkway. It's a really boring news segment. Hmm. <laughs> Mark and his street names. Yes. I'm driving down Firewheel Parkway. You're doing it right at right now right in now. the drop. Yes. It's not you're not going to later. You're doing it as we're speaking. <laughs> uh, number twenty two is climb a 40, uh, 40 foot high pine tree. A guy named Michael Howard pled guilty to public lewdness after being arrested for being in a forty foot high pine tree in Arab, Alabama. Wow. So I guess there's a lot of nudity, random nudity in Alabama. He told the police that he was cleaning the tree to make it his home. So He was cleaning the tree with his scrotum? <laughs> yes. Cleaning oh. the tree to make it his home. How, uh, much, how much blood did he leave on the trunk? It doesn't say, actually. <laughs> Tell us. What do you... <laughs> Officers say that they cleaned up at least 2.5 <laughs> pints of blood on the trunk of the tree. <laughs> Number 21. And then the tree came alive. Run through a bingo hall in Louisville, Kentucky. Dahara Waters was arrested after allegedly running through a bingo hall with his pants down while yelling, you guessed it, bingo. Hey, what a clever guy. <laughs> yeah. A drunk guy. Police also mentioned that his speech was slurred and that he and that he has the word YOLO tattooed on his knuckles. <laughs> what a waste of humanity. Yes. What please a waste of a living and, human. Please just go ahead and kill yourself. It's please a penis re- Tamagotchi. Replace yourself with someone more worthy that's dead. Yes, please do. Jeez. Number 20, crash yeah. a wedding. Uh, Kevin Gill, 36, pulled up to St. Mary's Catholic Church in Lincoln, Nebraska. Got out of his vehicle. He waved a piece of lettuce. That doesn't fit now. <laughs> he waved a piece of lettuce and said he was going to feed the animals. He then got back into his car, stripped naked, and got out of his vehicle again. Best part of the story, members of the wedding party confirmed the police for the police that no one knows Gill and that he was not an invited guest. Oh, awesome. I'm glad we confirmed that. Yeah. That's the whole point of crashing. Exactly. You don't know who it is. Next up... Uh, steel construction equipment. Joseph Michael Hall, 19, was charged in Knoxville, Tennessee with stealing a bobcat, front loader, <laughs> from a nursery and drunkenly attempted to drive it home naked. <laughs> Mr. Hall stated that he was drunk and that he was trying to hide his nudity by taking the bobcat. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't immediately clear how he lost his clothes, so... I would guess the cat probably shredded it for him, right? The bobcat that mm-hmm. he was driving shredded yeah. it? Yeah. yeah. That makes sense, doesn't it? Sure. If he was run over by it, and then was in it, and somehow lived. Clawed him to death. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, next up, smash car taillights. Sean Flannery, 42, broke out the taillights to three different cars in Iowa City, Iowa, allegedly telling police that he was breaking the red taillights because red means danger to the Republic. <laughs> <laughs> what is this, an episode of Turn? Amazingly, he admitted that he'd been drinking. Shocker. Or communist red? I mean, yeah, I it's guess. really weird. Yeah, I don't know. Danger to the Republic. I know you're always shouting that yeah. out, Mark. <laughs> as he drives down the road in his mini Cooper. As I'm driving down Firewall Parkway in my big wheel. <laughs> his big wheel. Danger to the Republic. <laughs> danger, danger. <laughs> God. 
Number 17, visit a 7-Eleven store. Uh, Daylin Holloman. 16. Was accused of stripping naked in front of customers at a, shocker, Daytona Beach, Florida, 7-Eleven store. Police only came to the store because Holloman himself had called them. When they arrived, he said he didn't know why he'd called them, and that he allegedly said he only knew that he was a monkey. He only knew. There's a common right. thread here. Crazy? Always crazy or intoxicated in some form or fashion. It's crazy intoxicated and mostly in the South. Or high. Thomas, what would it take for you, oh completely sober individual, to... Uh, no, uh, way more money than to strip. anybody would give me. To walk down the President George Bush uh, turnpike nude. Carrying a bobcat. <laughs> covered in ketchup. <laughs> a lot of money. Well, Mark follows you behind you in a big wheel. Right. How much? Like five bucks? Six bucks? We could probably kickstart it. We this. could probably get six fifty, six seventy five together. Let's if you'd go like to. with fifteen million. We could probably pesos? Dollars. American US. We could dollars. probably put this together in Kickstarter and Tinder. On a Tinder profile. <laughs> probably. Tinder will throw money in. We'll just put a link on his Tinder profile to Kickstarter. <laughs> Big wheel naked trick down George Bush turnpike. Covered in Kickstarter.com. I'm sure there's going to be tons of donations for that. I know a few people that would donate. Sure. <laughs> be two right had, here at this table. We've had enough people wanting you just to shit yourself, much less you dry, you walk down naked. Right. Down yeah. How many, how many times has Damon yeah. Swinkelstein asked you to shit yourself? <laughs> one time. It happened All once. Time. It happened one time. But he begged you to. Yeah. I don't know why. It was really weird. We got it up to like 150 bucks or some <laughs> yeah. shit. I was like, if no. You just shit yourself and, right and now. Thomas enough. refused to shit himself. Yeah. For all that money. Would you yeah. do it for 150 dollars? No, but I'm okay. not you. <laughs> what does that mean? I'm not trying to get a hot tender date. When have you That's known true. me to be like the crazy like daredevil? Type but I'm not person. trying to get a hot tender date, That's Thomas. That's true. That would yeah. that would up your profile. Is, and is, what part of shitting myself for 150 dollars <laughs> do you think buys me a tender date? But not pretty much does it. But it's another notch on that tender resume. Oh, yes. <laughs> you know, exciting uh, things I've done. walks, shit myself for 150 bucks. <laughs> Walk down Firewall Parkway covered in ketchup carrying a bobcat while being followed <laughs> yes. by Mark please, Hudson Please show donate to the Kickstarter here in order to do that. <laughs> and your wiener has a George Bush mask on it, so. <laughs> it does not. Oh, my God. Of all the well, things. Well, you get arrested if you're totally nude, so we got to have, yes, but think have of, a bush mask but over it. If he were to wear a, uh, a break room sticker on his chest, think of the publicity we would get for the show. Maybe and we can get W to come out since he's local. Yeah. Maybe you, if you ended your journey at the George Bush Memorial Library. <laughs> there you hey, go. Sitting in the White you House chair. At the Presidential Library. Right. Hey, hey, President W. <laughs> would you do me a favor and come watch my friend walk naked down? That your father's highway? <laughs> your father's. Not. Uh, your yeah, turnpike. Yes. Think think of the Tinder dates you would get from that. <laughs> Probably zero. You might get a few. I don't know. I bet you get some ass from it. Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, <laughs> you did declare this when you were nice. a It was like about six inches long and about three inches around. Next up, stand in your driveway. Mark Merritt, 44, was arrested in Walpole, Massachusetts, for standing in his driveway wearing nothing but a ski cap and that's goggles. <laughs> One witness said he thrust his hips onto his mailbox as she drove by. Of note, he is or was a teacher at a local high school, so that's quality. I'd say he probably was at this point. Yeah. Do we have a little getting local on your ass over there? Because number 15 is a little local here. We used to. Oh, he can't find it. Getting local. Getting local. Getting local on there's a little like mom in there as well. It's Mark's. <laughs> it's, 
getting a little on your ass. Every time you do the beginning of that. Yeah. Well, well, at least he learned. At least he heard that he needed to shut up for a second. <laughs> That's true. Good lord. Uh, this is climb through a doggy door. Sarah Soto, uh, 25, was arrested in Weatherford, Texas, after she entered a stranger's home wearing no clothes and through a doggy door. The man and his wife that lived in the house found her sitting in their bathtub naked. God damn it. She said she entered the house to use the phone. Understandable, since she had no pockets for a phone. (laughs) Now, this was a little confusing, because these are things you don't do naked. Number 14 is dress up as the Pope. Art student Catherine O'Connor, 19, was charged with indecent exposure after dressing up as the Pope naked from the waist down. Wait, do you put just the, the Pope hat on your wiener? I, I guess you put the Pope hat um, your above. It was a chick, yeah. Just yeah, put the Pope hat on her head? I thought it was from the waist yeah. down. She was naked from the waist. The Pope, dressed as the Pope naked from the waist down. I don't know what that means. Dresses the, I thought she just had her robes tied back where you could see So all. wait, if you're dressed as the Pope naked from with the waist down. With her pubic hair shaved into the shape of a cross. So, wow. so she went all out on so this. So wait a one. minute, the Pope yeah. has a vagine shaved into a crossbow. Okay, was well, she drunk? The vagine wasn't shaved. The pubic hair. Well, was she okay, drunk? can't shave a vagine. Into There's no way you know she's what I mean? drunk, right? The, it doesn't say she was. This was actually. a. This sounds line. like. I mean, if she shaved the pubes in this fr- form of a cross, that sounds like a premeditated. Uh, I'm assuming it was premeditated. Thing. Yeah, this is one of the first premeditated. Was this Sinead O'Connor? Uh, no, it was Catherine O'Connor. No. Nineteen, a little younger little, than little sister. Little sister. Could be. At nineteen. That was a really big surprise, baby. Maybe her parents like doing it. Well, they've got to be like in their... Yeah. (laughs) Okay, how about follow someone to a convenience store? Heather Hayes, local news personality (laughs) of Lansford, Pennsylvania, was found nude from the waist down at a convenience store. (laughs) But she'd gotten into an argument with her boyfriend after he refused to have sex with her and followed him there without pants. At her event, she had said that she thought he, she was going to have sex and didn't want to go upstairs and put on pants before following to the store. Completely logical. I feel like that's pretty logical. Sure, why not? He did not have sex with her? He did not. Man. He did not have sex with Channel 4's Heather Hayes. <laughs> Number 12, sing to police officers. Oscar Hernandez, 33 of New Orleans, was just walking down the street with no pants on when police came up to him. <laughs> A lot of no pants. He then proceeded to sing and masturbate according to authorities. After finally getting him dressed, police said that he noticed he had trouble keeping his balance and smelled of alcohol. He was able to get dressed because he had been holding his shorts in his hands the entire time. (laughs) Who doesn't like to sing and masturbate when cops come up and talk to you? That's a good point. Yeah? It's really Uh, the only way I dress cops now. That's the most awkward scene ever that needs to be done by some skit show of some guy getting pulled over for a ticket and as the cop walks up on him. I think this is another concern. Jacking away. I think this is what? This is another Kickstarter in the making. <laughs> At the Firewall Park, when one doesn't work out, we'll try this one. Next, uh, break into a house and threaten people with a knife. High five! Mark Folk was arrested in Chesapeake, Virginia after entering a couple's home wearing a very small towel. After some small, after some small crazy talk, he then threatened to kill them with a knife. However, once police arrived, he left, he left acting as if one of the victims said... Like he didn't have a care in the world. Of course, by that point, he was completely naked. Got nothing on that one. Next up, hit your fiancé with your car. An unidentified woman was arrested in uh, California after hitting her fiancé with a car. Of course, he too was naked. Allegedly, the man got out of his parked car naked, walked around to the front, whereupon his fiancé, also naked, decided to drive over him. The car then veered across the road, bounced off a chain-link fence and the two trees before stopping. 
So, random nudity and car out of control. I enjoy driving nude. Who doesn't once in a while? Would you want when to get hit nude, though? To work? I would like to hit somebody nude when I'm driving well, down Firewall nude Parkway. Nude. Eh, probably both. big wheel. Yeah. There's a lot of nudity I'm on Firewall my, Parkway. Yeah, so. I'm driving my uh, big wheel nude down <laughs> Firewall Parkway, following Thomas, who's covered in ketchup, <laughs> right. showing his coal car and his tank engine, and holding sure. a bottle of box for some reason, <laughs> with the break room logo on his chest, sure. as he walks towards the Bush, President Bush uh, Memorial Library, and sits in the uh, Oval Office chair. Right. He'll sit in the war room. You added a bit to that. That's how he's going to finish it. Right. <laughs> so to speak. Next, carry your baby on a walk down Firewall Parkway. Anthony Hedger was charged in Greenville, South Carolina after he was spotted by police walking naked along a highway carrying his baby. For the love of God. Also naked, of course. Of course. Deputies reported that when they tried to take the child, Hedger bit the baby on the shoulder, leaving a bruise. The baby was released into custody of his mother. Fully clothed, we would assume. I would hope so. Uh, Next up, (laughs) hang it out in your neighbor's bed. I mean, why wouldn't you hang out? Well, it's just a normal course of events. Sure. Look, if if they ask me to watch their dog... I'm going to end up naked. I'll be naked watching it. Yeah, I'll end up nude on some piece, probably all of their furniture. Yeah, more than likely. I mean, my ass will be spread wide like Heaven's Gate all over every piece of their furniture. I bet you're the only one who makes the comparison to Heaven's Gate. And I will rub it back and forth like this. (laughs) Making this motion. Like this. It's really hard to understand what motion over the (laughs) radio waves. I really can't give you a better approximation. It's just this motion right here. (laughs) Just like... Kind of spread them apart like this, just kind of swirl a little bit. Flinging diarrhea. Diarrhea? Is that going to be involved? Doing this. All over all the furniture. So, what I'm asking you is is always ask me to watch your animals, please. Oh, of course. (laughs) I'm cheap. So, Constant Kazan. Not a real name. Was charged with breaking and entering in San Diego after a woman called police to say that there was a naked stranger in her bed. Her next-door neighbor allegedly said uh, they heard a noise inside her apartment, so he went over, found the door unlocked, went inside, got naked, then sat down on her bed. He reportedly told police that he stayed in her apartment because he didn't want her to think that he stole anything, so he had to stay there naked, I guess. Oh, my goodness. Was he trying to be the naked man? Probably. Yes, he was turning into naked man. No, no, no. Was he trying to do the naked man? What's the naked man? You You don't remember that from How I Met Your Mother? No. Like, you go out on no. a date that you know that it's not going to go anywhere other than that. You go back to her place as a courtesy and act like you got to do something and just be naked. Is this, is this something you learned on Tinder today? No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> it a, was on How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> they have One of the forum threads is naked, naked Man. An animated gift just to describe how to do the Naked Man. <laughs> I know about the Naked Dance. They had a clip to the How I Met Your Mother where they talked about mind. it. Whoa! So, only have a couple more here. Take a stroll on the boardwalk. Marty Parrish of uh, Ormond Beach, Florida, was arrested after police saw him walking on the Flager Beach boardwalk naked, except for a hat. Luckily, the officer reported. Well, at least he was wearing a was chapeau. Reported by an in-car camera, so I guess you can go find that somewhere. Uh, next, break into a home and wake up a sleeping couple. Mark's looking it up right now. Jason Ford of Novi, Michigan, reportedly left the party, wandered down the road, removed his clothing, cut a screen. Uh, cut a screen, which is weird, and let himself into a home where he proceeded to wake up a couple. He was he was then tackled and held at gunpoint until police arrived. Shockingly, Formal blamed it all on a bad acid trip. Number five, I believe Mark is definitely done. Hang out at a Walgreens. 
Sure, who hasn't? And definitely naked. <laughs> really, it's the only way I'm able to pick up my prescriptions. So you have to be nude to get them. I know. Right. Sure. That's how they identify you by your scrot. They, they, yes, the it's like a they do a fingerprint on your scrot. You have to put an ink. It's a ball print. Yeah, you put an ink and then you mash it up. Against... It has two. You know, it usually just has it <laughs> right. for your finger. It has two balls. Fingerprint yeah. so you can just stick on your, your scrot. Right. You mash the balls against the ink <laughs> and you <laughs> transfer them to a piece of paper. Well, the one I go to has digital ball reading. Oh, you don't, you don't look at you, fancy pants. Ink, so. Yeah, it's kind of nice. you got the the advanced Walgreens. It must be nice over there in Highland Park. Well, it probably is over there. Wow, that's fancy. Fancy uh, I, live, I live around the Ruder Rooters, so I'm not. I'm definitely not the fancy area. So fancy enough to have a scrotum scanner. You and Anthony Johnson, who hang out naked at Walgreens. Uh, this guy is. Do you have an alternate nickname? Because this guy does. Uh, scrotum Sammy. His is City Pimp. So scrotum, scrotum Sammy and City Pimp, <laughs> hanging out, getting their ball scanned at Walgreens. <laughs> Uh, he was arrested in West Palm Beach, Florida, after allegedly eating some Wendy's, throwing hot chili on everyone, <laughs> of course, while lying in front of Walgreens with his pants down and his genitals exposed. <laughs> Hence, you know, having them red. Sure. <laughs> That's the name, City Pimp. So did he pass out from like heat exhaustion, and he was trying to get his balls scanned, and he just had his balls hanging out eating Wendy's in front of a Walgreens, just presenting and, to everybody. Yeah, balls hanging down. Makes sense, right? You got to eat Wendy's while sure. you're doing that. Of course. <laughs> Is there a better way? You dip your you dip your Wendy's in the hot chili, throw it on well, somebody. I mean, you can be into that, or you can just stick your scrotum on the scanner, get your prescription, and run away before the cops can get you. So it's like a chili-covered scanner at that point. <laughs> well, that's not really your fault. I mean, it, the scanner's your re- fault. But it is, but the scanner reads better with chili on the scrot. Oh, okay. I mean, look, it took me a lot. Is that of, the manual? A lot of experimentation, yeah, to get there. Ask, you know, it's like a parenthesis. Right. Ask customer to. Dip, I was a scrotum scanner tester. Like when it says tested by number twelve. Wendy's preferred. I'm number twelve, and I came yeah. to that conclusion by dipping my balls in several substances: tapioca, Jello. Anything Ultimately, that would cling yet could come sure, off of it. Sure, something at the that same clings time. to the hair. Sure, God. that will not immediately fall it's kind off. Kind of moist, but not too Gator- moist. Gatorade was not did well, not work moist. well. Too moist, yeah. too fluid. You need something that really sticks. Yeah, it's got to be harder. Than yeah, that. I tried kitty litter. That worked kind of well, but a little too clumpy. Didn't yeah. read as well. I was gonna say that that would just like kind of stick there in clumps. I even tried Wolf Brand chili. What ultimately came to was the only chili that would really work. The only really liquid well, was Wendy's Wolf brand chili. A, Wolf Brand on a pinch. But, it, but then you have to like, really preferred. mash the balls against the yeah. scanner, Dustin, and it doesn't. That kind of hurts. I don't know if you've had and ball how, pressure before. And how bad do you really want your asthma medicine at that point? I, I still, enough to I, smash I, your balls. I like to survive, so yeah. you know, one day out of thirty, I would yeah. like to. I, I'll take a ball smashing if I can breathe the other twenty nine days well, of the month. Fair enough. <laughs> but what I discovered was through through like years of testing was that chili, or uh, sorry, Wendy's brand chili was thin enough. They said so many yet ball clean scanners. Enough so many products. Be, right. So many ball scanners. So many ball dip right. products. It, it was crazy. Right. So many. So I remember those so years. Many ball we barely knew out. you when you were doing that. Well, uh, well, I, true. I worked a lot of overtime. Time got, was got paid very up. little. My joy was really just in testing. Did you really get paid anything? scanners. No. I mean, okay. the joy was in dipping my balls and things. The payment was to have this story right. now for the break room. Exactly. And, and enjoying the sensation of dipping your balls in different substances. Well, sure, of course. Different clingy substances and flinging them on an electronic device. Moist, warm, would, yeah. you know, different stuff. Sure. Maybe yeah. cold Scalding afterwards. hot, sure. Maybe go from warm to cold. I tried to freeze my sack at one point, and it was weird because my crotch was always in the freezer. Sure. And then somebody just said, you heat it up no. really fast. Yeah, That's he, when you get the sensation. melts quickly, sure. Somebody yeah. said, try some CO2 directly applied to your balls. That kind of hurt a little bit more than I would have expected. Don't tap uh, yeah, them well, I got replacements after that. Uh, it's really the exterior. You have now? Yeah, I have falsies. I have I have <laughs> I have scrotum dentures is what I've got. And really, they work just as well. You're really concerned about the exterior of the sack. Now your sack profile changes. 
because you can. I, I got. Well, mon- you, you played a elephant sure. mounts, basically. Yeah, so yeah. It didn't, well, I, mean, I didn't go that big. I got it was, like it's pretty close. I went for you. a good football size. Is what I got now. Well, you know, like like I don't a, know why you went awkwardly shaped. Like you could have gone round, but you I could have like football shaped. But I prefer to be unique. Long. I got I got uh, yeah. I got one NFL ball. I got Did one. Did you get a college and an NFL? So they're yeah, I got sizes. and I got one oh, okay. NCAA and I got one Nerf football size oh. as well. You got a third one I went in there. For just the, for the, I went for the trio. Yes, just, it's just, just a fun one you can and, squeeze. Right? And not a full size, a tiny football. Yeah, you can sure. just kind of Nerf it up and and you know once in a while you can sure. unzip and toss it into the hoop. And oh. I don't know why so I'm mixing a, sports metaphors, but you know you got a zippable scrotum and you can toss your Nerf football into a hoop. Right. That's an interesting mix. Quite a story. Quite a story. It was totally worth it. Just for this the career 10 minutes we just killed. I had between years of the breaker room was, you know, quite prolific. You're wondering why we were off air for a few years. Right. Everyone thinks it's for right. me going to nursing school. It was for him to do this. <laughs> it was testing his balls. Well, at balls. the same time, you were in nursing school. It was and, nursing school as well. And you were well, joining the soccer team. True. We, so, you know. We, we took state that year, so. The years you missed in our dark period. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> if we could only cover that. <clears throat> But now, luck- luckily, now we have Tender Thomas here to uh, give <laughs> oh us a whole new life on things. That's true. A couple more. Interrupt the television interview. Nathaniel Coba was charged in Benton, Arkansas, with indecent exposure after he appeared on camera during an interview with an 83-year-old Eva Halpin and her partner, John Manziel. Hey, Johnny Manziel? Wow. From the uh, <laughs> Sweet. sports football player guy? Not that guy, I'm assuming. Oh, he, oh, is he 83 years old? Uh, who were explaining to a news crew uh, how a falling tree destroyed their house during a storm. The good news, he at least had his hands over his genitals. <laughs> at least that's the good news, yes. Exactly. And finally, walk around a Walmart. Kevin Hughes, 36, was just around a Teague City, uh, South Carolina Walmart wearing nothing but black shoes in the middle of the night when he was arrested after employees spotted him walking in, wait for it, health and beauty section. We got to pretty up your balls, right? No, of course you do. Especially when once you get a new scrotum and you get the zipper scrotum, you got to pretty it up a little bit. Put a little lipstick on there. At on least the he end. was apologetic, saying, "I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it was an accident. I, it wasn't something I intended to do." How do you accidentally walk naked into Walmart? Uh, You're drunk. A lot of whippets. Uh, I suppose so. Perhaps some butt bath salts. Some, some cocaine, butt bath salts. Some butt bath salts. Yeah, sure. I mean, there's a lot of. I mean, the morphine you get after a scrotum zipper replacement. Well, they didn't state that he had that. That's just oh. something that that's something you do. I'm sorry, it's just kind of what I went through. You're just you're hoping that somebody else can relate, but I, not so far. I'm sorry. I'm pretty sure everybody can relate to me. I mean, who hasn't had a zipper inserted in their scrotum? What's this new app he's on? Flinger. Tinder. Tinder. Yeah. You can find him on Tinder.com/slash Thomas the Tank. <laughs> I kind of like that better. <laughs> that is a little better. <clears throat> So, Mark, we have a way back coming up. Yes, we do, Dustin. My name on there is Thomas the Tank. <laughs> so, this list is bullshit. So, coming up after the break, a way back. So, or do you need me to do something? Here? Hey, sport chief guy. While we take a break to get a box of fudge sickles, call in a question of the week or a comment to four six nine six six five nine eight two seven. Everybody needs a target in the bottom. Pop Syndicate is looking for movie, TV, music reviewers, and columnists. If you can't stop talking about pop culture, email editor at popsyndicate.net with a sample of your writing. Popsyndicate.net, the internet's one spot for pop culture. 
Cinema has been around for over 100 years. Its history is long and varied. Each film has a story to tell, and the 15-Minute Movie Podcast covers the history of cinema through the actors, writers, directors, producers, and themes. Also, you'll find out about the history of movies in just 15 minutes. All right. Go to 15mmp.com or check it out on Stitcher, iTunes, or Miro. Hey, kids. It's me, F13, from Cinema Diabolica. We have a new show called Diabolical Decades. If you haven't been listening to it, this is the kind of gold that you've been missing. Ah, I see. I imagine Jimmy Stewart to have soft hands. But I would have been like, bitch, you gotta go. Oh, thank God. It's just the face of Satan. I thought it was a prowler. Check us out at popsyndicate.net slash cinema diabolica. Is Felipe with you? things are afoot at the Circle K. Start your computations for time warp. All right, time circuit's on. What do you mean, time circuit's on? Doc, we're not going back now. Yep. From the future. My calculations are correct. When this baby hits 88 miles per hour, you're going to see some serious shit. Excellent! There's a lot of gun cocks today. <laughs> Look, we all got our gun licenses this week. Licenses? No, is. no we didn't. Well, you didn't. Dustin and I did. No, he didn't either. We did too. We might have. Were you there? I don't think so. We went to Dallas Gun Academy, and here we are. Uh, I'm not sure you're familiar what? with gun laws. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Why don't you quit doing things wrong on your computer? J.J. Abrams. Okay. So anyway, where are we going today, He's Mark? I don't know. I've been interrupted here. Why Somebody we, challenging my gun authority. Why are we out in the time stream today? What do we take the, to talk about guns? The old bird <laughs> out in the time stream. This is a history of, of guns. Weird topic. No, uh, I have found something interesting in the last few years, and uh, uh, a few years ago, so some master tapes started leaking out from album recordings, just the vocal tracks, and I've always found right. these, they're since pretty those fun. came out, they're a lot of fun. They're pretty fun. In a good and a bad way. In some ways, My like... diary well, of naked ass. Is there some there's, there's, Sammy Hagar? I mean, uh, is there some David Lee Roth there in, this, uh, in this segment? There, there are three, there's three ways. There's... The really bad. There's some Naveed in this. <laughs> there's no <laughs> way. Of course, got no Naveed. There's that no sucks. way he has access to that. <laughs> there's the really bad. There is the there's really amazingly good thing that <laughs> makes you appreciate the artist that much more. And then there's the funny stuff. Zacharias Musawi. Sure. These so, are always awesome. Zacharias is a raw tape. Yeah. This first one came from... Now, this is a little unfair. This is not a studio, but it's at a concert. And this is Britney Spears from 2009. Is here the origin of getting local on your ass? Yes. <laughs> this exposes how, how bad of a singer and how auto-tuned Britney Spears is. Okay. Oh, God. And this is when she's barely moving on stage. 
This is not like full on dance mode. So is this from a live? Yes, yeah, this is from a concert. It's a little different, I know, but. Seems like an odd line. Not too good. Something wasn't right. That was the best right, part. That's, that's enough of that. That'll get anyone's tail wagging. That whispering was the best part. That's <laughs> <laughs> terrible. <laughs> yeah, man, so, it's terrible. No surprise, Britney Spears is heavily auto-tuned. I don't think that's for anybody. Even during the concert. It might be different in the studio than it, it might is be. There. It might be, but in those cases, I was watching the video. She was barely moving on stage. This okay. is when she's making maybe taking one or two steps. She's not doing crazy-ass dance moves. Okay. I would understand if you're doing flips <laughs> and shit, you can't yeah. really keep on tune. That makes sense. But when you're barely well, moving or sitting can. on a stool, well, I can, sure. And you're sitting on a stool. My nerf ball gives me power. Audio visual proof of that later. Yeah, we should. I'll put it on your Tinder profile. We'll post on the. Why? Hey, this is about you. We'll <laughs> put it on the break room feed. Yeah, but my scrotum singing will get you more hits. What? Who said anything about scrotum singing? Well, I, I my diarrhea naked ass. Yeah. I have an auto tuner in my nerf ball. So you're going to have the scrotum out with the chili on it and then singing and dancing all at the same Powered time? Powered up by chili. Correct. Oh, yeah, I, I have a ball gag in my anus. <laughs> <laughs> now this next one. This, uh, I've always appreciated Freddie Mercury and Queen, but I appreciate his, his voice a lot more <laughs> after this master track. This was, this was Some people have taken some tracks and just stripped out the music. This is actually a master track from 1976 from Somebody to Love. Let's get on. Awesome, they did a whole choir. <laughs> well, it's all of them, obviously. Some of them are funny. Obviously. Each morning I get up, I die a little. Can't barely stand on my feet. Take a look in the mirror and cry. Lord, what you're doing to me? I have spent all my years in believing you, but I just can't get no relief. Lord, somebody, ooh, somebody, can anybody find me? Somebody to love. Man, dude is fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah. I work hard every day of my life. I work till I ache my bones at the end. I take home my heart and pray all on my own. I go down to my knees and I start to pray till the tears run down from my eyes. Lord, somebody, ooh, somebody, can anybody find me? Somebody to love. 
That's pretty awesome. incredible. Freddie Mercury I would like to taste was an you. incredible singer. He's the sh- he was the shit. Man. It gets better later. I've actually got another one from Freddie oh. Mercury later. Oh. It's, it's a little more well, funny than this one was. Okay. But that Are we one going just, further back for that, or uh, actually forward in time. <laughs> oh, that was, okay, that was 1976. Oh man! But we will be vent, uh, revisiting Freddie Mercury later, roughly the around 80s. the same time that that Britney Spears song was being. Yeah, exactly. That's what I figured. Yeah. See yeah. you, Freddie. We'll see you in a while. <laughs> that guy had an incredible voice. I always appreciate it, and that just a, more he, adulation for me. He was the shit. Like he was the shit. Now, this next one, I, I believe Dustin hates this song. This song is from one Radiohead. Oh, yeah. And Why? it's possibly one of the more popular songs. It's a song that Dustin hates. It's called their most Creep. popular song. Yes, and Dustin hates the song because he he's some sort of weird. It's a doesn't yeah. like the popular songs. Radiohead I don't fan. Think hate the right is the right word, but, but I will say he doesn't like it right as much. This comes from the master track from 1992 off of Creep, and this oh, is oh, 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 Mr. Oh. Radiohead singing by himself, and he does have quite an amazing voice. So that's a good. good example of the chorus. That was one of the more... shit ton of reverb in there, but yeah, yeah it was good. I, mean, I don't know if that's what was coming from the headphones or what that was, but... Oh, yeah, that's the music you hear from the headphones yeah. that he's singing to. Yeah. But I know I, he's uh, really good live. So I figured... Yeah. I'm not really surprised that he has a good master track, too. But it, it does... But it says a lot about somebody when they're live, because there's been plenty that sure. you can tell like they're very... Especially when you've been on the road for a long time and... Yeah, live Singing is always rough night. though. If you're not Britney Spears and like lip singing, lip syncing, right. uh, and they were probably, live is difficult because sometimes you uh, there's just an, an an issue of hearing, yeah, being sure. able to hear everything else in concert with your voice. I mean, right, it's hard to be able to make judgments. There's some people that just can't do it, obviously, but yeah, there's some. It's not, people just it's can't not always it. as easy as you see one performance like that guy can't sing live because well, no. but Dave Grohl is a good example of yeah. there are some live. There's some live performances where it's like, I'm not sure he's hearing himself very well. But when he can, he, he's really good. I mean, it just it depends oh, I know, on the I, setting. I know it makes a difference. Um, but yeah, that, and I just liked it because it was about two-thirds of the way through their tour at the time that we saw them also. So they weren't like beaten down or you would think maybe they would start to get kind of worn out or tired at that point. Maybe. And there wasn't any issue there. And I uh, actually have a few of their concerts, you know, their live concerts that have always been good. So that doesn't really shock me. Freddie Mercury doesn't shock me either. Um, I mean, we're talking about like, you know, these are pretty big music icons, too, yeah. which is not... I mean, Britney Spears is, I guess, in and, her own way. Sure, well, but, aside from Britney Spears, I mean, Freddie Mercury is pretty well-respected for his voice. I mean, obviously. Yeah. And uh, Radiohead. I mean, he's got a great voice. Yeah. Not his name, but yeah. <laughs> Radiohead. But, uh, yeah, Excuse so me, I'm just Mr. saying... Head. It's, it's good to know that, uh, you know... These people actually are good. Yeah, it's it's great to hear that on on the master tracks for sure. Once you strip away, and especially, it doesn't surprise me with Britney Spears that much. I mean, no. Again, that's one live performance, kind of like Thomas sure. was saying. Maybe she, but apparently, this is something too. But. This isn't the only performance. Like, this is not the only. Reading from the YouTube comments, others have come out as well with her yeah. singing. Oh, so I'm it's sure. not the only I'm one. Sure. 
Now, first of all, you're if you're working on her crew and you have access to her main mic, yeah, just Star Trek, you're a shithead for kind of releasing that. <laughs> sure, but yeah, I, agree. She is I, I appreciate it. <laughs> right? No, yeah, I like it as a viewer, and we're not viewers, but I appreciate it a and listeners. Uh, but it does make you, you appreciate the good vocalists. I mean, especially in the '70s, where there was no autotune like with Freddie Mercury, and even in the right. early '90s. I don't know when autotune came into play. Okay, there was autotune. It's not the autotune that we know of it. Like it's there were a, there you were could make mod, slight modulation, which yeah. is kind of the same thing yeah. as autotune. It's just not the it's not autotune like we know it today. Right, but it's not like it's it not T pain. It's not like it gets yes. into the mic and it's automatically tuned up and out into the feed. Right. I mean, there was no. I mean, there's something, yeah. and that's not how it works. Really, I thought, usually, either. well, with the, there's a modulator box past the microphone. It's not that it's happening right here. Well, right. no, not right on the mic, but I'm saying... Well, they could... I mean, they could have tweaked it even back then. Sure. Well, yeah. the, mic, the mic input through yeah, the Yeah, but the raw vocal tracks is what I'm talking about. Like, they didn't have the instant instantaneous technology back It's not then. instantaneous now. It's not really gr- it's not even, great instantaneous yeah. now. I mean... Yeah. It, I was when it say, does I do it, it's different. so obvious. It's Yeah, it's not that different. It's just more obvi- obviously super heavily used in a live and post-production right. aspect right. now. Well, this next one comes from uh, That's right. The Who from 1978, and this is their song, Who Are You? I thought this was funny. This is, begins the funny portion of the... I think this song's actually called CSI... Uh, yes, it's called CSI Cup. Miami <laughs> Undercover yeah. Pants. CSI theme song. <laughs> I thought this was funny because of the way the contrast between the verse and then the accent to the verse after the fact. The Big contrast. To... Contrast between the extremely harsh voice to the... Yeah, it's kind of crazy. (laughs) I like how you made another drop of that. The very dainty ooh, 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 ooh. (laughs) Oh, great. I make more than... (laughs) All right, so the uh, next one is another Queen entry. This is also their performance with David Bowie. Hey, Freddie. We're back. Uh, One of the greatest duo songs ever in the history of ever. We're into 1982 now. It's not quite more than words with Evan Christian and Thomas the Tank. Okay, this is their version. You're of, right. It's supremely better than that. I don't know about that. This is uh, their yes, neck and neck. The cover of the Flintstones theme song from Queen and David Bowie from 1982. This is the first part, and there's a second part that's even better. <laughs> Under pressure, that burns a building down, splits the family in two, puts people on streets. 
Eat it up. That's okay. It's the terror of knowing what this world is about. Watching some good friends screaming, let me out. Pray tomorrow gets me higher. So that's it's kind of funny. Yeah, I love the Freddie Mercury's little accents. Yeah, that song is so great. That was Ice Ice Baby. Yeah, and it's the same. Yeah, they stole it from Vanilla Ice. That's what I thought. From the home renovation show, Vanilla Ice came out in what the early '60s. They stole. They stole that baseline from him. They would saw our way back machine went way forward. Yeah, exactly. Went to his home renovation, took his master track, <laughs> went back. Definitely so. one of the greatest songs. I would, you know, just examining just the vocal, just the vocal master tracks. It works in the full instrument instrumentated for less <laughs> lack of a better term song. But when you examine just the master tracks, like David Bowie has this almost, uh, for lack of a better term, a lounge singer voice yeah, compared David to David Bowie's awesome. Freddie Mercury's <clears throat> definitely more. Uh, Accentuated, uh, almost operatic voice. David Bowie's big song, "Rock the Cradle of Love" or something. Yes, yes, "Rock the Cradle of Love." <laughs> I had a few. He had a, a bunch of them. Yeah, that one like one. He had a lot. He had a lot of hits. Yeah. Okay. Uh, didn't he do? Don't you forget about me? Didn't he do another version of that? Sure. Okay. Well, you don't seem to know much about David Bowie. I don't know a lot about fan. David Bowie. I, I'm not. I never said I was a big oh, fan. Okay. I thought you were. I'm not a big. Dave, a big David Bowie Homer. Changes was a big song that he did. Who did Rock the Cradle of Love? Am I thinking of something? Billy else? Idol. Oh yeah. Is that Billy Idol? I don't know. I'm not a big Bowie fan, so I don't. Maybe know I'm thinking of Billy Idol on all fronts. Yeah. Amazing. This is one of his hits. <laughs> one of the worst songs ever. Then he did this. Oh, that one doesn't exist. That's so good. He didn't do that one. Okay. That was not David Bowie. <laughs> he did this one. Wasn't even paying attention. <laughs> All right. So getting back to it, here's the second part of uh, Under Pressure that really exposes Freddie Mercury's voice for how awesome it was. Turned away from it all like a blind man. Sat on a fence, but it don't work. Keep coming up with love, but it's so slashed and torn. Why? 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 Wow. Pretty much like a recording session with you and Thomas the Tank. Oh, I was going to say Naveed. That was originally a Naveed hit. Are the original master tapes more than words? Yeah. Okay. We weren't involved in the original master tapes. So you're not talking only about no, me anymore. The only known cover that has master tapes. There wasn't, though. <laughs> we played at an effing coffee shop, for crying out loud. Little did you know I was recording you. One mic Oh, each. yes. I'm sure you were. Yeah. Cell phones were such a big thing back then in 1997. You didn't notice all the equipment I had set up <laughs> and the mic you were holding. In fact, our rig there was pretty fancy, too. It was a one guitar amp that both microphones and his guitar were run through. Like it was... And it had an output to my board. It so captured Naveed and captured River of God. True. Does anybody know if Evan Christian listens to this? 
I have I no, no idea. idea. Cool. <laughs> Good call. Mark that. Mark that. So we have one more piece of audio here before we exit the time stream, and Let's that is this is the clip that inspired this segment. And this came from I like to make love. Prior to the uh Ecstasy, is that the name of the Michael Jackson album? Or is Ecstasy? Escape. Right? Escape. Escape. Yeah. Escape. God. So that was close. Anyways, I would love to taste you. Back in March, a, uh, a clip came out from Michael Jackson's original demo for Beat I would it. like to taste you. And this was. That's a pretty good impression. The sound engineer who worked on that album, Rob Hoffman. Tape of that. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go ahead, Mark. No, that's fine. I didn't know that Michael Jackson couldn't play any instruments, that he could only sing. I had no idea. So, Do you remember shooter games? Okay. I've never seen him play anything. No, but you would think being in such a musical family and... He would at and, least play like piano or yeah, something. Yeah, you would think he'd be like able to... a lot of singers at least do that. Right. He could play piano, play guitar, something. I'd say at least. Not yeah, like that surprises me. He like didn't play super anything. I did not know that information. I, I mean, I, it would seem like he didn't have as big a hand in writing a lot of his stuff then, if that's the case. Well, apparently that's not the case. And apparently he didn't even write music, because if he could write music, you think he'd be able to put that down for musicians, right? Write music or... At least on a treble clef. Well... Do music. So, the guy who was the sound engineer for the This may album, not be the greatest topic. Uh, Rob Hoffman said that one morning, Michael Jackson came in with a new song he'd written overnight. We called in a guitar player, and Michael sang every note of every chord to him. I think he's got a new flinger. Uh-oh. No, it's not. It's... No, sorry. God, chill out. So apparently me, Michael vocally laid down all the notes, and then uh, he even conveyed all that to the string section and for other songs, and he just had it all in his head. Now, for this particular demo, he took a little mini recorder like we had, we were playing in the break. Like an iRiver? Yeah. Like, we were, like an iRiver, yeah. He recorded all <laughs> the parts on a voice recorder. He just laid the, laid the parts oh, so all on top of the other. Oh, so he did the quote-unquote yes. instrumentation with his vocals. Yes. Oh, okay. So this is Michael Jackson's original demo for Beat It. The vocal harmonies on the choruses of uh, Beat It. Um, I'll do the verses, then then I'll do the choruses. One, two, three, four. Okay. Show what happened. Get strong. 
Jeez. Right. Calm down. It You're so defeated. Who's wrong right? Just be that. Next track. <laughs> <laughs> I need that. All right, next track. <laughs> <laughs> so that was, that was the awesome. base, the demo for beat. Yeah, it's pretty incredible that you know just was able to lay that down. But yeah, the also, harmony on that was really kind of not great. But yeah, but for a demo, that, I mean, it was pretty awesome. To record it on a little I handheld River. recorder and not a little iRiver, yes, <laughs> not bad. It's kind of like what Mark tries to do <laughs> in the River. beginning of every break room. He lays down every voice of ours and then yeah. gives us a script. And he's like, he does each of our impressions. I try to be podcaster D and T. Sure, exactly. <laughs> He's like, this will be Podcaster D, and then, you know, lays something out. <laughs> now, the king of all these... We don't ever follow it, but he tries to. The king of all these tracks is David Lee Roth's Running With The Devil from 1978. Of course. From Van Halen. It's a, uh, yeah. Oh! Oh, yes! Yeah, yeah! Hi, yeah! I live my life like there's no tomorrow, and all I've got... I had to steal Least I don't need To beg or borrow Yes, I'm living at a Pace that kills Ooh, yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's like the greatest master track ever. Oh wow. Yeah, I need so great. There's a, there's a lot of drops in there I think we could pull. But that is definitely the master of all master tracks. Yeah. I think others have already done that before, but Yeah, yes, but there's some there they of didn't, course, that they didn't. Why pull. don't we just do it as well? <laughs> but they didn't pull this. Or Okay. Okay. That or others that you want I want a pat on the back or Yeah, I do. I want a fucking <laughs> pat on the back. I'm definitely afraid of having my ass torn out. <laughs> saying there's a lot in there. Why are you being an asshole? Why are you guys I was always patting your s- back. That's not a pat on the back. Why are you guys is- always got to swat each other across the table here? I don't know. He's always hitting me like he expects me to be his next tender always victim. Always. You like it, though. <laughs> tender victim. Seriously, you're standing by that? <laughs> I can't help that I'm cool. God. How much bondage, Gary, are you wearing in your tender picture? I don't even know who that is saying that. Probably the same one that said this. Okay, you want to hit this? That's, that's in quotes on my tender profile. <laughs> exactly. It's just a little bubble that comes out of the penis pick. <laughs> and if you click on the penis pick, it goes to his, the original master track of More Than Words with him and Nevin Christian. Of course it does. <laughs> it's really awkward. It is. But you're getting a lot of hot ass off of it. So True. Yeah, totally. All right. Is that it, Mark? You got anything else? <laughs> you're listening kid. to The Break Room. Fat kids are stupid. Step in out, put a gold tooth in your mouth, look at the knife. Take top your bottom. 
And now, a word from Vagabond Saints and VSTL Vestments. Take a moment to look down at the shirt you are wearing. What do you see? Is it the branding for a corporation? Are you a walking billboard to help the other sheep find their way to the same major retailer in order to obtain the exact same shirt? Perhaps you aren't even aware that you might be possibly sporting the shirts that are associated with the ever-rising douchebag movement. Maybe you're just in douchebag denial. Vagabond Saints VSTL Vestments wants to change that. Since 2012, we've been putting out our vestments to help offset the blatant hypocrisies of what people are wearing today. With our vestments, you won't be charged $55 for a t-shirt with a traditional tattoo covering it. You won't ever be assumed to be an MMA fighter, and you won't have to endorse any armour that you wear under your clothes. Despite the fact you don't even actually own any of the set armour you wear under your clothes. Our vestments are just t-shirts, hoodies and tank tops without designs on them. Nothing more. Let it be known that VSTL vestments won't get you laid, but you can sure as hell get your fuck on while wearing them. Follow us at Vagabond Saints on Twitter and VSTL Vestments on Instagram and check out our latest vestment, The Dead Sexy. And remember, VSTL Vestments, looking pretty, being shitty. This concludes the message from Vagabond Saints. Suck a cheetah's dick. a combo. Yes. I am the asshole, for sure. <laughs> damn you. I scoreboard every podcaster out there. <laughs> we need to have a karaoke night on the break room, but just featuring Thomas. A karaoke? Karaoke. Karaoke? A karaoke night? That's the official Japanese pronunciation. Yeah, I don't think it is. You don't know that. But you don't know that either. Are you Japanese? He is. Apparently, to no, according to no, Dustin, man. no, you're half Chinese, Chinese, some yeah, Asian fellow yeah. of some kind. <laughs> you're some Asian fellow. But of are some you serious, Dustin? Back in seventh grade, should have yes. known way back when what a bullshitting <laughs> asshole this guy was Probably from the have. first instance I ever knew him. I pretty much laid it out there from the beginning. 
You should tell the story of uh, how you convinced her really that Thomas that, was Chinese. It's not that it's not great. Right. Hey, it's pretty good. It, it's it, pretty it didn't good. convincing. He no. just told her that I, I was a Chinese guy. <laughs> and then she the met China. me the first time and went, what the fuck? <laughs> Whose family owned the China Garden, which was a Chinese restaurant in the middle of Adelaide. Seventh grade, this it, guy just makes this bullshit yeah. up. Said he was a Chinese refugee. Yep. And that Marcus liked to jog the, the uh, neighborhood in his jets. Jets. <laughs> 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 Jets, you know, like the New York Jets, because exactly. yeah, which is not Marcus is a giant Jets fan, which I still enjoy. <laughs> I mean, why wouldn't you? I have seen you around the neighborhood with the same sweats from seventh grade. What the hell's wrong with you? It's a little weird. It's a little weird at thirty-four to still be wearing the same sweats. It, it, you know, yeah, they don't really fit. It's twelve, but you know, <laughs> especially a little with, stained, a little rip, but it, well, especially with my football scrot. Well, doesn't really work. As that's well true. Well, yeah, I mean, you have the bowl double the football on the nerf. I mean, yeah. It's, it's triple football. It's just a tiny football. Football. Tiny football. <laughs> football. So anyway, Game of Thrones. Football ball. <laughs> so yes, Game of Thrones. We're here to talk about Game of Thrones. You guys seen Game of Thrones lately? I have I seen it, it on lately. Monday. Do you guys I've, enjoy the Game of Thrones? I've seen it lately. All right, let's end the show right there. I enjoyed it, uh, yeah. Well, see you later. Does it like it? I did. All right. Sounds good. I'll go out. So what so, happened in this episode, Mark? <laughs> I this episode aired on May 11th, 2014. Damn, that long ago? That long ago. <laughs> Directed by Alik Sakata. Not a real name. Written by Brian Cogman. Not a real name. It's episode 36. Season, or episode 6 of the season, of the fourth season. Is that what season we're in? It's called The Laws of God, Gods and Men. It's <laughs> the most beaten thing what ever. What is happening? I don't know. We're kind of fading out. We're pod fading. Are you ready pod to be fading. done for the night or what? No, let's keep going. So, at the beginning of the episode. He's ready to go down to Lockhart's or whatever it is, Lockhart's. Something that I do not recall ever happening in the book. Uh, Stannis actually goes to the Iron Bank to try to get a loan to hire mercenary armies. From, like he, well, crosses the narrow sea to get to the Iron Bank. Pow, pow. Who has the money they can get him. Who is also is the Iron Bank money. not referenced in the books? No, it's definitely sure. referenced. He, he just, just never goes to the Iron Bank. Yeah, okay. From what I remember. So, he ends up actually, again, they're stalling for time of getting to the wall. Right. So, they are stalling and stalling and stalling and stalling some more. So, now they have them going to the Iron Bank to get money to hire mercenary armies. Ostensibly to hire the Second Sons, which have already been hired by Daenerys this time. Right. Uh, I think there's one called the Golden Army or something like that that could be hired. But anyways. The one-man army? In the, yes. Isn't that what they said in the show? The Golden Army? Did they? Okay. That's what they were going after. They were trying to find. At any rate. That never happens. What about the, the Golden God? So. God, and he's just losing his mind. He's just like not stable, and <laughs> that whole storyline is boring as shit. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So stop boring everyone. At first, they refuse to give him money, and then Davos convinces him, shows him his cut off fingers, and yeah. convinces them to give uh, Stannis did, money. Did we actually see them convince him, or did it just cut away? Well, it shows him Davos giving the speech, and yeah. then they give him the gold. He obviously convinces them. Obviously. I didn't see them give them the gold. Maybe I just missed that part. But are you serious? Well, he lay, when he gets to Salador San, who's his friend, says, I need your ships, he lays down a thing of gold, and right. he says... So they must have got the cash. He says, there's a whole, uh, I get it. There's a whole chest it. of this at your wife's house. Got we it, got, got to Sodom Sam. Yeah. Salador San. <laughs> oh, okay. So... I cannot keep anybody's name straight in this and all honesty. It's, look, there, dude, it's rough. There are, there are 30 million characters in the show, so I totally understand. I only know like, the few main characters. Outside right. of that, I never know the secondaries. So back in Marine, Daenerys is there. Uh, Thomas is probably happy this week because the unit came back. True. We'll get to that shortly. Okay. 
I wasn't upset. T- I was just you're saying upset last week. He hasn't been around for a while. Tinder Thomas is tired. You're pretty. Pu- oh you're pretty God. pissed off. I was. You're not. about to boycott if he didn't come back. He came I back really, just in time. I really was not. You're making it out like I think he's a way bigger <laughs> player than he is. We'll get to that in a second. There's yeah. an interesting turn with that character. That again, not in the books. Yeah. But uh, in uh, in Marine, Daenerys is trying to wrangle the slave cities, and after her black dragon, the I think it's Blaron, if I remember the dragon names correctly, uh, kills an entire herd of sheep, He's and born. the sheep herder comes to her uh, castle or pyramid or whatever and demands not demands but asks for restitution. That seems like a beating of a place to hang to instead of that yeah. pyramid. That- Looks like a real whip. It does. You, know, you don't have a good view or anything. You're just kind of like near the top of a pyramid. Yeah. And then to be your advisors, you just have to stand there for 48 straight hours. That's got to really be a beating. 200 sure. plus supplicants. Yeah. yeah. So they introduced the character in this. They it was the whole thing was to introduce the uh, guy Hisdar, who is a kind of uh, a well known f- figure in Marine. Yeah, a former lord's son. Yeah, a former lord, a former slaver's son, and uh, he becomes a he will become a more We're, prominent yeah. figure. But this I was figured. their way to introduce him. Figured. And that was just that was the whole point of that. So uh, now uh, Yara, Theon Greyjoy's sister, leads an attack again. Did not happen in the books. Uh, Yara oh, leads an attack on the Dreadfort to recapture Theon Greyjoy, who claims that he is now Reek, Reek, yeah. and refuses to leave with her. So they leave him behind and claim that he's dead, and he's left to be at the mercies of the actual Reek again. That was in the books and they didn't do here, but the actual Reek. Uh, what? Yeah. The, well, okay. Theon is now Reek, but before him, what's his name's uh, bastard. the bastard son? Yeah, can't remember his name all of a sudden. Snow. No, yeah, he was a snow. But what was his? I, whatever. I don't remember the one that tortured him. Yeah, the guy that tortured him. I can't remember his name all of a sudden. He but was Reek. He was a, the original Reek, and that's how they got into uh, the Stark Fortress. Was that he was he posed as a guy much like Theon Greyjoy at the time, right? But he was kind of undercover at the time. So, oh, he, okay. but that's all explained in the books, and it's not here. So, huh. and he's all nice to you know reek Theon, and yeah, uh, gives him a gives him a bath, gives him a little look, see it is a cut off wiener, kind of like Thomas does ours. When <laughs> was we anybody else a little in. concerned we were going to get a look at the cut off wiener? I thought we might. I yeah, was, I thought we might. I thought too. we might too, and I was just like, um, my head's about half turned away. Like, yeah, is this going to be gross? He was already fully wrecked. <laughs> Shut up. On the one, point of feeling the one finger in the butt. Of climax. It's <laughs> 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 triple let down. God. God, what is his name? That's really going to bother me. It really wasn't. It's not that big a deal. Just yeah, keep moving. It is a big deal. Keep moving. It's a big deal. Keep moving. Oh, Ramsey. That's his name. Ramesses. Now Ramsey. we feel better knowing that. Ramsey. So anyways. <laughs> Ramsey Snow. So basically, Ramsey's plan is to... He wants to retake a castle, and he knows that Theon is the only one that can help them take that castle. And it, what he's referring to is Moat Kalen, which is a choke point between the north and the south. And so it belongs to the Starks, or the Northmen, and yeah, whoever that is now. Well, at the, actually, at this point, it belongs the ones to the, that killed the Starks. It belongs right? to Theon's men, the Ironborn. Yeah, they captured it. Ah. so they need him to pose and go help take over that fortress. So, and he he makes uh, he he uh, leads up to that essentially in this episode while he's bathing him, saying that he needs him to play the part of somebody right. he's not. Yeah, and that's what they're referring to as Mokalen. Sure. So now uh, the main part of this episode, the bulk of the episode, was Tyrion being on trial. Sure. For the killing of Joffrey. Sure. And basically, it's a total slam dunk Bullshit. in the right. side of Tywin. And they even go so far as to get uh, Shay to Shay. testify against him. Right. Seriously, what the fuck? 
Well, I can't obviously read. not. Don't tell me anything. But yeah. obviously not having read the books. It's like what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. And then she makes up all sorts of bullshit about how he forced her to do all these sweet things, that and they that does happen for each book, other. Yeah. I mean, I figured, mm. and that was rough because I mean, you can't. Is anybody not into that character? Like into Tyrion or into no, Tyrion? Like does not, oh no, Tyrion's awesome. You're supposed to like Tyrion. So this is right. supposed to be like well, a rip so your heart out characters. Yeah. And he's the eternally shit upon character who yeah. has done no, nothing wrong or very little wrong. Right. Um, and so in the middle of the trial, uh, what's Big Brother's name? Jamie. Jamie. Who Dustin wants him to read bedtime stories to him at night. I uh, do. Jamie goes to talk to his I'd father. sleep soundly if he would do that. And basically says, I'll quit the guard and go home and to be make Lord babies of yeah. for you. If you'll, you know, basically let him live. And so the agreement was he'll send him to the... If he begs for mercy, then he'll send him to uh, the, the wall, wall, essentially. Yeah, wall. What do they call him? Not crows, but you call him the Night's Watch. Night's Watch, yeah. Yeah, wall. They are crows, aren't they? Yes, yeah, but the, the, the crows. Night wa- Night's yeah. Watch is what I was looking for. Anyway. So he comes back out from the recess and right. tells uh, Tyrion, you know, <clears throat> Shut up and trust you to go me. To night. And yeah. No more outbursts, blah, blah. And of course, if you know anything about the show, it's like, well, he's not going to be right. silent because Shay, that, yeah, nothing Shay, ever works out like Shay that. Shay testifies against them. He gets angry and then bursts out and says, if I could have killed you all with the same poison, I would kill you all. Essentially, and I would enjoy it while you all died. If, and when he was focusing on the audience. Lots of things. He said things like, I wish well, I could be the monster that you think I am, which I thought was a good line. And he was pissed that he uh, helped them out with the Blackwater raid and all that stuff. Yeah. Sure. Well... He was made to look a liar. Like right. they made it sound like he was a coward, and Joffrey was the amazing one that that saved right. the day. Well, essentially, he, even Varys, who you know, Varys' whole thing throughout the books, and and the interesting thing here is the character. Is this the eunuch guy. Yeah, this is the eunuch. Yeah. So in the books, so Thomas will be into this. Hold on. At least in, insofar as I remember, and it's been a couple of years since I read the last book again, but Varys was someone who did not seek any. Per, not that he didn't seek power. He didn't seek to be the king. What he sought was personal power in his own spot and the safety of the kingdom, stability. Right. But he's not Which one... is what he told Sean Bean in the first season, essentially. Right. But he's not afraid to blow with the wind. And in this case, he's blowing with the wind. Yeah. But he also knows that he's trying to look out for the best of the kingdom, which at the time when Tyrion was in power, Tyrion was... And he actually believes that, in the books at least, Tyrion is actually good for the kingdom. But he also knows that if he doesn't do what he did... Then he, he would get be caught up in the aftermath. Right. He'd be caught thing. in the and, and lose power and possibly be executed, and then so, not be able to be protecting the kingdom. Right, exactly. Now, in this case, which I don't really like for the character, and maybe I'm reading into this, but it feels like they were trying to say, I thought it was fairly obvious that Varys had his eye on the throne somehow. They did. That I was going to mention. You said he didn't really have his eye, but then right. they make a very pointed in the book. Point what I'm saying, make it, yeah. yeah. Well, I'm saying show, in the show, in this episode, eye roll thing up towards the right. Iron Throne. Yeah. Who is he talking to? They were standing he's in front of the Tyrion. Iron Throne. That's right. Yeah, he's talking. They said he had his eyes on bigger things or when something talking, to that effect. Asking if he had memory and all that. It was during that whole exchange. It's crazy. I remember what he said to him and all that. No. Anyway. Yeah, it was. I'm not sure I enjoy that change because it makes it makes Varys seem more devious not that he's not devious already to a point but it's like his deviousness was to a point to ensure the safety of the kingdom and stability and this and is now making it more like he wants power to, it, this is whole all wholly all about going and getting the throne and trying to point. become king yeah. yeah it's really weird which i don't i find disingenuous and not true to the character at all it's interesting hopefully i thought i don't enjoy the actor but hopefully there's a little more and i just find it interesting because he's so different than joffrey hopefully there's a little more flesh out of the actual new king that has taken over of tommen yeah with tommen just a little bit at least 
because uh, they make that whole thing with him and the rat face girl. Yeah, she's trying to go and hook up with him Gosh, after going Joffrey and all that. Marjorie. God. Yeah, so we'll see. I mean, just see what happens there, but nothing's happened so far. It should be interesting. And, of course, everybody yeah. testifies against Tyrion. I mean, everyone, it just seems like, he, seems like he's run by his, uh, the Maester, his grandfather at this point. Sucks so bad. Yeah. Oh, Ty- yeah, Tywin? Oh, yeah, Ty- Tywin's pretty much running Tywin is totally the, the power behind the throne. I mean, yeah. something he always aspired to be was not king, but the... the the power behind the throne. It's always right. something he always wanted to Master. be. Master. Sure. Because that's the ultimate power. It's uh, it's a lot like people viewed Dick Cheney back in the day, that Dick Cheney was the real power behind, uh, you know, W. Bush, which uh, Thomas likes to put a mask of uh, on his wiener. Not Dick Cheney. Carl Rove, possibly. Yeah. Some people said Dick Cheney. Rove. Some people said Carl Rove. Possibly both. People did say Dick Cheney. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. With his sprite-powered heart. <laughs> exactly. To give a call back. <laughs> to like episode three or something. Yeah. But anyway. <laughs> but in the very end... Uh, Tyrion decides that he's had enough of it, and he decides trial by combat to just determine his honesty or his innocence. And he said he's guilty of being a dwarf. He yes. got pissed, which I thought was a pretty good line. Well, he said he was going to confess. Yeah. And then, of course, they stop down everything, and then he goes on a rampage and says he's guilty of being a dwarf. Yep. <laughs> yep. The Man. interesting thing throughout this trial was the only one who sought any honesty was the Red Viper. The guy from Dorne that wears the yep. yellow robe. Right. Yep. He's the only one. I love that character. And he's... Yeah. You're talking he's, about the actual three that are up there. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. True. I don't yeah. know the, the other guy's, guy's name, but he's a douchebag. He's pretty much a yes man he, to Tywin yeah. anyway. Well, he's a, he's a Tyrell, and he's a complete weakling, totally. Yeah. Yep. The real power in the Tyrell house is Marjorie. Right. And really, the, the, grandmother. There. the grandmother is the real power. Yeah. But right. the women in that family have more power than the men of Tyrell. Right. In this case, in the case of the Red Viper, uh, I forget his his real name, his character name, but uh, the guy from Dorne. The guy that'll pretty much get with anybody. Right. Yeah, the guy, the guy from Dorne. Yes, that uh, one. Yeah, I love that character. He's just, he's someone good. who's just very upfront and he's all, honesty in all things, whether it's sexuality or this case or whatever. Well, and being able to stand up to Papa Lannister yeah, <clears throat> uh, in the way that he has so far mm-hmm. has been nice. Yeah. He's uh, further explained down the road, isn't he? Hey. Who's that? This guy. Dorn. Dorn? Dorn? Yeah. Uh, you'll have to see. Just because it's interesting. Thank that you. Don't say too much. It's interesting to me. I mean, you can tell me later because I don't really give a shit. Saying that he's further along in the book. But uh, I will confirm that he does not have a nerf skirt. Well, you can't confirm that. No, I can't they confirm may, that. They may never even I've talk about the books. it. I've read the books. They may not have talked about it. You may well, have. if it, it doesn't happen in the, the last, last two books. Yeah, the last two books. <laughs> yeah, the Red Viper gets a nerf skirt on. <laughs> He could have had one this whole time. They just don't talk about it. Gosh, that's very a true. little bit of a wheels-off thing for the show to do. Like, you know what? We're going to throw in a Nerf scrotum in the middle of this <laughs> We're going to give the scrotum a zipper and stuff in a Nerf ball. That'll be a right Especially turn. Especially to give it to Tywin or something. Just somebody <laughs> <Yeah>. random. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <sighs> I declare you guilty, and he unzips, and then big Nerf scrotum comes out. <laughs> just plop out a Nerf scrotum. <laughs> big Nerf scrotum. <laughs> So awkward. Mark that. Uh, I gotta say, man, like this this uh, season has been way better than last. You manned it. I manned it. You must like it. Well, let me just add to that. I'm just saying (laughs) that this season has been way better than the last season. Bruh. Man, I don't like all of them. Just I saying. I don't... Man. I think the second season was a little slow, but outside of that, it's Not that it was slow. Good. I think they're doing a better job of just laying out the plot as is. Without... They... Second season felt very rushed and very... Uh, very, 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 very... I've enjoyed almost every freaking minute of yeah, it. Yeah, but you've it's also so enjoyed great. the fact of watching it back to back to back. Sure. If you're okay. waiting week to week, like... Especially, aside from character confusion... 
I mean, well, week to week and year to year. Yeah. Like, oh, who the fuck was that? You forget shit that happens. Yeah. Sure. Things I'm like sure. that. Uh, yeah. I mean, it's... I will not probably... Because he has as, an iron trap mind. As long sure. as this show exists, I'll probably go back and rewatch it every year before it starts again. And at the pace they're moving, they could honestly do 10 seasons of this show. God, that would be crazy. I would not be I surprised. And at this point, it's their highest rated show. So Why wouldn't sure. they? As long as the stories keep... Staying interesting. Yeah, well, apparently, yeah, came, well, yeah, yeah, well, apparently came out today that uh, George R. R. Martin writes on a DOS processor, so I'm waiting for him <laughs> to uh, lose a floppy at some point and lose the entire book. Good lord. Which wouldn't put well, it past old George R. R. Yeah. How just, old is he? I don't know, like 70 and a half. I was going to say, he looks like mid 70s and very large. Out, go, and out, he loves out, go. he loves the captain's hat. Out, go, out, out. Well, go, he really does out. love that captain's hat, doesn't he? He like he's like he is a uh, sixty-five. He's like the. He looks ninety. He looks pretty f- fucking old, and not yeah. in a not a health nut by any means. Yeah, he's like a he's like a fat version of Hugh Hefner. They both enjoy the captain's hat. <laughs> Isn't Hugh Hefner like twenty years older than him? I don't know. Like anybody can even know that. You don't have to look up Hugh Hefner right now <laughs> as the outro music is going on. He's going to anyway, just to be the he way is. he is. Hugh Hefner is 88, so he is 23 years older. Well, that's why I said. Mm-hmm. Out, go approximate. out, gasoline, high five. It's not very approximate. Out, go out, gasoline, high five. Well, oh well. That's another award-winning episode of The Break Room, your favorite podcast, our favorite podcast, I hope. <laughs> Plus one, four, six, nine, six, six, five, nine, eight, two, seven. Plus out, one, four, six, nine, six, six, five. Stop it, for the love of God. Well, go out, guessing high five. Hope you enjoyed this show, episode 210 of The Break Room. Next week, we will be at, well, this weekend, we're going to be at the Dallas Comic Con. Are we? Well, ostensibly, we'll see if we get any interviews with uh, celebrities or not celebrities. We'll see what happens. We're not expecting much at this point. We do have media passes this time, but that doesn't mean a whole lot. Not all of us. Um, we'll see. We'll get. Uh, we'll try our best. And if how if we it, don't all get media passes? No, the, some of us do. I said we have some. I, we'll see if it gets us any access to anything. If it doesn't work this time, we'll probably never go back. But that's fine. I don't know about that. I think uh, it gets us access to some private time with the stars. In Why theory, would we go back. In theory, I don't know. We still do man on the street stuff. True. Uh, you can email <laughs> us at breakroomshow at gmail.com. Call 469-665-9827. You're a dick. Find us on Twitter, twitter.com slash thebreakroom. <laughs> I am on Twitter at the Mark with a C. Out, go, Dustin out. is at VWS9775. Out, go out. And Thomas is out, at Naveed Central. You notice how he says, out, go out. I am at, and then out, Dustin, out. Right. Thomas. Out, yes, I have. Yeah, I. Well, if you'd like to do out, the credits, you can put the emphasis on your own name. Out, go out. Okay. Out, go out. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash breakroomshow. Don't forget popsyndicate.net for all your pop syndicate needs. That <laughs> Mr. Works but never gets paid. Uh, thank you to Vagabond Saints on Twitter at Vagabond Saints for helping us to design our logo. Thanks to American Rockstar for the That's pretty much song. our definition from the show. Thanks, Thanks to Mr. Works uh, but never gets paid. Okay. Broadcast. <laughs> For uh, the nice shout-out, this uh, well, I guess it was a few months ago at this Skirrex. point, but thanks for the uh, shout-out. Yeah, the thanks. And uh, thanks for stuff, things, and their stories. <laughs> well, All right. Gasoline. We'll see what happens I'm this fine. weekend, but uh, next week, know. ostensibly some Comic-Con oh, audio, also some Godzilla, re- Godzilla reviews. Godzilla. And uh, another what are we episode doing? What are we of watching Game of Thrones. Huh? What are we watching on Saturday? Godzilla. Oh, my bad. What I, I just forgot. Said, Why don't we review Spider-Man as well? We could do Man. that. Several weeks later. Man. Four weeks after. Yeah. Okay. Thanks to F13 for defending my honor. That's right. 
Thanks to Tinder.com for providing Thomas uh, hookup links. <laughs> and Flingers.com. I don't, I don't even think it's Tinder.com. It's just like an app. Tinderapp.com. <laughs> All right. We love you. No. Catch you guys next week for episode <laughs> 211 <laughs> of The Brick Room. A whistle while you twerk. I'll go out. Pow! I guess it just goes to show how devoted that she is. This is the longest show ever. How so? How how? How so? How how? I just attract the weird. The break room. And remember, the break room. Triangle of excellence. Mark the Buzz Hudson. Thomas the Tank. Dirty Dirty Dustin. This program was presented by Breakroom.tv and PopSyndicate.net. And as always, Gumshoes. The break room is bankrolled by the Gasoline High Five Company. And viewers like you.